0: Howdy, craft beer lovers. Welcome to the Hop and Barrel Happy Hour. I'm Brian. And I'm Justin. We are here with producer Casey and also on the mic today, we have our friend Brad from Bill's Distribution, uh, who you may have heard on the episode previous to this. Brad, what up? What's up, bud? Not much. So the Hop and Barrel Happy Hour is brought to you by the Blind Ninja Studios in beautiful River Falls, Wisconsin. Before we get started, we'd like to give a shout out to the Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornson, Tyler Romansky, and Hop and Barrel. You can support Blind Ninja Studios on, on Patreon at patreon.com backslash Studios, or by following the patron link at the bottom of the homepage at blindninjastudios.com. This is episode six, which includes news and updates about the Hop and Barrel Brewery from February 1st. To February fifteenth. Hey Justin, you were telling me earlier you uh, you took a bath in a cow trough once.
1: Yeah, who? I mean, Wood-
0: wooden cow trough?
1: No, it was it was metal, tin probably.
0: Couldn't age any beer in there. You Could uh, certainly you ferment some mean, beer in there.
1: Could, but why would use the question?
0: Good point. How about we crack open a beer? All right, so we are going to be pouring ridiculous idiots here today. So this is kind of a treat. I, Justin, how old is this? I, I, I guess old is a bad way to put it. Uh, what, of what vintage is this beer that we're pouring here today?
1: This would be the 2019 Ridiculous Idiots.
0: Okay, so yeah, this is a bourbon barrel aged beer. Uh, and it's a blend of a few that were in uh what uh four roses i think is kind of what we've had good luck with but i I can't remember the lineage if you
1: if you want to 2019 probably would be more of a blend we've we've moved into four roses um but 2019 probably would have leaned a little bit more on jack daniels and maybe some heaven's hill too i'd have to look at notes jack
0: daniels one was an interesting one because it i think the first year that it was in that barrel we tasted it and we were like oh this is no good and Is that the one that we actually ended up plating? That
1: was the heaven, excuse Oh, no, it wasn't the Jack Daniels. That was the Buffalo Trace. No, Heaven's Hill. Hill. God damn it. Okay, got it right. Heaven's Hill, I'm just gonna be blunt. (laughs) Heaven's Hill, we decided there was a reason to make so much furniture out of it because it's not worth putting your beer into. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Nothing against the whiskey, just saying the leftover barrels. Uh, Buffalo Trace was the slow burn. First year is what Brian was saying. We thought it was infected. We tested it, it was fine. But after year two and three, it just bouqueted out. It was
0: amazing. Got it. All right. Before we get too deep on that, Justin, what have you been up to beer-related lately?
1: Uh, kind of a little weird task I put on myself. I've been going through a bunch of old um, homebrew magazines and publications from like five years prior. Uh, I just thought it'd be interesting, one, to see if there's some inspiration, but two, to kind of look at some of the... Um, articles on on brewing science and see what if if there's things have been glossed over there's been a you know a lot of going on in the last couple years for us Mm -hmm. just to kind of catch up and brush up especially as we get the small batch system going to kind of refresh on a few current trends
0: i feel like we've been hyper focused on sort of nailing down how our hoppy beers work and also some of the hazier beers too which if you listen to the homebrew bomb podcast on the blind ninja studio network uh we're working through scott janish's book the new ipa which is 100% 100% about making those hazy beers that are so popular these days um and it turns out it's a pretty complicated uh beer to make
2: <laughs> yeah i thought it was just you pour buckets of hops in. apparently that's not it anymore. and
0: and threw a bunch of oats and wheat and other some other shit in there but and
1: use the right yeast strain. <laughs> there's that water too. chemistry yeah
0: yeah so uh brad beer related what have you been up to lately Drinking ridiculous idiots uh, right now. Right now, yeah, <laughs> drinking
3: ridiculous idiots. But day to day stuff, man. Just trying to sell as much beer as I can for you guys for Hop and Barrel. So, what's your go to uh, though in your fridge? In my fridge, yeah. Oh boy, that's
0: like a, B- a tough Bush one. latte. You it's... live in Menominee. You live out in the. Oh, I don't drink
3: right here. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> come on, all right, all right, no, <laughs> no. Um, at home, I got. Pretty much whatever's new, you know. I got some turning violet. Mm. Um, yep. I got some new, new Belgium. I got whatever samples that we get that uh, I just bring home and sip on. So, Perfect. this time of year we tend to roll just a few things. I think this year we have 162 new SKUs that are <laughs> just just a few in, just <laughs> the market. <laughs> Wow. Not counting, you know, any like your seasonals that are going to change and whatnot. But yeah. So. Cool. sorting, Sorting through those samples. Nice. Casey. Oh, beer related for yes. me?
2: Um, I went up to uh, Lucette uh, this past weekend. Underrated. Uh, brewery. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Underrated <brewery>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, really good pizza. And I have a Dunkel on tap that really tickled my fancy. So yes. that's what I had. Excellent.
0: All right. So, cool. ridiculous idiots, more talk about this. Do we? How do we end up creating this recipe?
1: The, the recipe was, this was inspired by um, one of the homebrew ones, actually. This was, we, it was tweaked and changed, but it kind of started from there. Um, I think the, the cooler thart- cooler part about this recipe was it was kind of a competitor. We had two different Imperial Stouts that we started with our first year. We had this one, which mm-hmm. is a full flavor, a lot of dark flavors, much more complex. And then we had a little stronger one that was more dry coffee, a little simpler, um, but we thought might take to barrel a little bit better and we ended up being wrong on that and that was the stupendous idiots
0: Mm, i cannot find this oh there's ridiculous idiots v 2.0 so we're talking about about a zillion pounds of uh pale ale malt some aromatic roasted barley chocolate wheat malt special b wheat uh red wheat specifically Mm -hmm. oats and then the we, we we have a syrup guy um, so, <laughs> the, the syrup baron of Woodbridge Township provided us with uh, 100 pounds of maple syrup for this beer generally we're looking at CTZ hops to bitter a little bit of Centennial at five minutes in the boil so a little bit more complex of a recipe than we usually go to I'm kind of a keep it simple stupid sort of a beer recipe writer but I think again this was one of your homebrew creations
1: yeah it, it, the recipe definitely has homebrew inspirations I know when you look at it but I, I do think that lends to taking to the you know, the opposite of what we were trying with the other one. I think it, it holds up to barrel aging and long barrel aging yeah. and then aging after it. I think as we're seeing here, this is a, this beer has been in a can now for two
0: years. Well, when we think about putting a bourbon barrel aged beer in, in, in or I'm sorry, a, a stout like this, an imperial stout uh, into a barrel, what, are, what were some of the considerations? Again, it was sort of, uh, we've got to make this a little bit less sweet and make it a little bit more attenuated because yep. the barrel will...
1: The barrel will do some of that. It's going to add, obviously, kind of that oak and vanilla note. So we wanted to have a good flavor profile that Mm -hmm. didn't have anything. We wanted very smooth, dark flavors without having any abrasiveness. I think that's where we went with in a different direction with the other ones. And then,
0: you know, when you crack these barrels open, there's still like a good, you know, gallon or so of bourbon in in them most of the time.
1: Yeah. I think that's, you know, ridiculous. You'll find in our tap room sometimes non-barrel version. Um, so it's kind of interesting to have side by side, but I think that's one thing we've, I think when we came to version 2.0, we rewrote the recipe to consider how much, how much Bourbon is essentially uh, being soaked up The
0: sweetness aspect to it and then also Vanilla is going to lend like sort of a false Sweetness I I feel anyway
1: Yeah Um, and then we got a little better with Our barrel aging technique our first ones We picked up when we were new and thought We'd get barrel beer going in the first couple Months they got a little too dry and We got that process honed down So I'm, I'm actually one of the Few things which we haven't had too many Turns at it but I'm extremely proud of our Barrel age program
0: definitely and this one's Drinking really nicely
3: yeah, something to be very proud of, that's for sure. A lot of caramel, a lot of vanilla, just not boozy. You don't yeah. get a lot of alcohol, very smooth, great beer. That's
0: that's a key, too, is not, not too boozy, Yeah, I think. Um, Which I
1: think, speaking of not too boozy, leads into kind of our barrel-age announcement for the next month. Oh, yeah. Um, as long as we're talking about barrel-age beers, on February 20th, Saturday, February 20th of this year, we'll have our... 2021 ridiculous idiots release mm-hmm. um like prior years we'll have the 2020 and this 2019 on tap in the tap room i
0: thought we maybe have a 2018 sitting in cold storage somewhere
1: if we do we'll put it on tap you yes. heard it here first <laughs> we'll have to look into that i'm
0: just not sure
1: <laughs> yeah i think the ongoing goal would to always have the prior two years and we'll burn off anything we don't this year and that'll be what we go forward with mm-hmm. um so we'll be work- gonna
0: yeah there's gonna be a small can canning run of it too Just yeah tap room only um we're doing that we're doing that because we have a small roll of labels <laughs> yep and uh yeah we're, we're gonna exhaust those labels and put that many uh 12 ounce cans together uh and tap room only so you'll see some cans
1: again on the market for the 2021 20, but yeah, check that out. We don't have anything, um, you know, with everything the way it is right now. Nothing too big planned for that day. I think
0: food mm-hmm. might be on site. and We'll try. It's hard to kind of do this stuff or run the gamut of how how do we do this. in, in Yeah, we don't plan our
1: events times. too far out anymore. We just can't,
0: yeah. Uh, before we move on here, though, there is an interesting story about how this beer got named. So this, <laughs> obviously, this beer is called Ridiculous Idiots. Um... I remember the content i remember
1: oh you do i remember the story I somewhat very well. remember it so we were um this was before we, we didn't have brewery equipment at this point we were doing our first ever event at big guys we were going to go there and sell retail we didn't have beer yet so oh, this was right, his yeah. our uh, big guys like second or third anniversary this is september october of just be- the year before we opened sure
0: because so. you and i took over that the building downtown hudson on in august august yep. 1st
1: so this was a month or so after that Jathro invited us out to bring a tent and sell some stuff make a little cash and we actually had merch on hand we had merch and no beer and no beer <laughs> Priorities. So yeah. we were. We had a t- one of those tents too. Yep, yeah, like we had a tent. Ten no, we had a great setup. Up. It yeah. was a good practice. Um, so we got to set up right in front of the door with everyone going in to have fun. And then we stood out there in the cold and hawked a gear and talked about the brewery that we were working and opening. And we had these sheets we were putting together for how oh, much, right. how much everything. <laughs> now cost. I remember this. And we snuck in there. Uh, high fives were free, and low, low fives, fives were, were five dollars. And but you're, we had we didn't have, even, we, didn't have a, we didn't have enough of a printer at this point. No, so we didn't my, have a printer or a laminator. So my wife at the school was printing it off for us, and she Facetimed <laughs> us to edit it. And she started reading through it. She just deadpans, looks up at us, and says, "You guys are ridiculous. You idiots." <laughs>
0: And we we're like, <laughs> beer name! And we started screaming, Arr! and then she probably, like, signed off. She hung up, on us, she hung yes, up
1: yep. on us, yes. So we did make $5 on the low fives. One guy yeah. was apparently
0: drunk enough he paid us. Some people like low fives.
1: And then we, it just stuck <laughs> as the, uh, <laughs>
0: Brad's face right now, if you (laughs) can see it. He also thinks we're idiots. Yes. (laughs) That's what I'm reading.
1: Um, But the (laughs) name...
0: I I didn't say that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The name kind of stuck with the Imperial Stout. It just seemed like a good fit for a a big bourbon barrel beer. So that's where the name comes from. And
0: there's, uh, on the can, there's Justin as the blind justice, and then there's me with my beard, and and, it looks like... uh, I've got a stick on fire that's in my mouth there. Uh-huh. I don't know why you'd burn a stick in your mouth. I don't know either. That's illegal. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so that's <laughs> the story of uh, the Ridiculous Idiots. Um, other un- unrelated but industry news, something that's really kind of a big deal for us is uh, Camtra was made permanent. So this cuts taxes on craft beer and uh, then raised taxes on imports.
1: What
2: does Camtra stand for?
1: God damn it! I knew you were gonna ask that. I should have looked it up. Um, <laughs> if he wasn't, I was lo- gonna <laughs> craft affordable, make th- things real. Again. Asshole. <laughs> I was, oh, that was pretty good. I know.
0: That's just just pulled up Casa de Mole yeah. Anyway, no, it's that, it's that gave it's me nothing. It's
1: the Craft Modernization <laughs> Act is kind of how it was known, but it it's just some tax reform. And is that state level or fed? Fed. It's actually been something that's been in the works for like the last
0: decade. It, what it cut it from seven dollars a barrel to three and a half dollars. Yeah, federal
1: oh, well, federal excise taxes were quite high. Pretty it, big deal. There's we still pay way more in federal excise than we do state. In even Minnesota is is cheaper. So it's a it's a pretty hefty tax still. Um. But, yeah, it's it's just something that everyone was hoping was coming and
2: has been in the works for, like I said, a decade
1: and it finally became permanent.
2: So uh, this might be a little off topic and you might not be prepared to talk about it, so feel free to tell me to shut let's, up. But, let's do it. So a few weeks ago we talked about um, the rising cost of cans and how that's going to affect the price of, of beer on the shelves. Is this going to help offset some of that or
0: – we've already been experiencing the they just made it permanent instead of okay. saying oh it's a it's a break for oh, now okay kind yeah. of thing. so any benefits so probably no. been
1: budgeted by now yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And, and and the situation with the cans isn't as dire as we thought but there's you're you're going to see price increases i think too, um, regardless it's uh, can prices did go up but they didn't go up to the crazy prices we thought so there was a lot of like
3: doom and gloom but they did go they did go up our packaging costs did go up yeah so so who was the push behind that was it the cba
1: yep yep yeah this this actually had a a pretty wide um even even the all the lobbyists for big beer were behind this one because it didn't affect them and it hurt import beer Uh, so so people who don't know cba is a lot
3: of those big boys got some craft brewers under their... Uh, exactly. also yep. so Craft Beer Association. Yes. Thank yep.
0: You. CBA. Yeah, so that's good news for us. Camtra made permanent. Other uh, news, community-wise, so again, you heard it first here, uh, the Taco Throwdown will be back. So every year we have the Sundown yes. Taco Throwdown. Thank uh, God. You've still hurt my
2: feelings with this whole hot dish situation not happening. So the hot dish uh, contest is off this year. Sorry. Sorry. You know, we, I'm, we're I'm a certified hot dish judge, so <laughs> you are, and it,
1: it'll
0: always have a special place, and it will return. So to give you some context, Brad, that we have the the hot dish contest is it's a hot dish contest, and and we have it every year at the brewery, just not this year because you know COVID, whatever. But we would take the beer judge certification program beer judging sheet. And we would have the the, gentle, the fine gentlemen that run Blind Ninja Studios come down, and they would judge the hot dish like you would judge a beer. So there was, like, you know, mouthfeel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <yeah>. Appearance. Appearance. <laughs> body. <laughs> body, et cetera. Flavor.
1: Flavor. Mouth feel, oh, feel. Very yeah. <laughs> it, right. it's Very
2: contentious.
0: Right.
1: It worked surprisingly
0: well and was hilarious at the same time. It was time. also very hilarious. Yeah. thing. It was more of a gag. So, Casey,
3: <laughs> did you have, a, do you have a hot dish?
0: there oh no no i'm judging i'm i I have to stay impartial
3: yeah he got to
1: eat them all i gotta eat all the hot dishes some of these hot
0: dishes were wild though man like this was somebody put like a there was like a layer of the reuben um, one well no 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 the the white castle slider one it was like a layer oh yeah sliders and then was really good yeah and it 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 gets a little it's like a beer it's like a beer festival like they take it seriously well yeah they take it seriously but it's like um i i just had like 25 five ounce samples and now i am wasted or if i had like two or three ounces of hot dish of 17 or 18 hot dishes which is how many showed up yeah both times you know you're like oh my by gosh by the time you hit like, the
3: last one you're just like uh, uh, how much cr- i must have had yeah. three
0: cans of cream and mushroom when we were like
3: after the 15th you probably couldn't pair that with a beer because you
1: <laughs> probably <couldn't
3: laughs> a beer in. we learned real quick because we we showed up to the first one thinking
1: okay this is going to be Goofy will say some words, and then we had to get our shit together. People were quick. taking
0: it real serious, yeah. so we couldn't goof Way around. More, we were we like, had This will be like- funny, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we're like, Uh oh. Well,
2: except for you know, Justin's uncle, but
1: <laughs> oh,
0: truck stop, the, the truck stop hot dish, hot at dish,
1: best.
3: par cooked. Oh. <laughs> So tell me about Uh, that. So
1: this was,
2: it was canned (laughs) Hormel chili on unbaked biscuits. Of course I remember it. I had to eat it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was bad, David. (laughs) If you're listening, shame.
2: Oh, it was three-fourths the way cooked. It was terrible. Maybe it looked like it looked at an oven.
3: There were, yeah, there were, he must have been in a hurry or thirsty.
0: There were 17 you know. hot dishes and 16 of them were great. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, so that's a no-go this year, obviously, but the Taco Throwdown, that will throw down down. And that'll be more like <laughs> May. And so this was developed amongst all, all the downtown Hudson restaurants that wanted to participate as a showcase and focus on local and community charity and citizens. So this, pretty much at the brewery, we get inundated with with charity requests which is great we'd love to give back to the community and and that but um, you know it's one of those situations where if i if i gave each charity 5 dollars pretty soon i would not have any money so for the brewery i think our big thing is is to do one big charity thing so it was a uh, fire station was yep, the first Yep we did the
1: year. fire department the first year and then fire we department. did the local mental health mental
0: health was the second year um, and We haven't picked this year. We have not done this year for charity. We
1: postponed last year because it's been May every year. Right. Uh, We should give a shout out to, I mean, obviously a lot of restaurants and owners participate, but Chef Bill from Agave kind of has a special place
0: Mm -hmm. since this was... He kind of really helped us execute it the first year.
1: Yes, he got us in touch with people we didn't know and helped it, you know, happen. And then it was kind of an idea he had to get things
0: going with it, too. So So he's
1: been a big driving force to make sure it happens this year, too. It
0: literally (laughs) consists of... Uh uh was it three ingredients? Yep. One of them's a secret, quote yep. unquote. Um, and so we released the ingredients one each week, and then the third one's a secret, and one year we did hops, which we'll never ever make that no, mistake ever no. again. You just shouldn't put hops in anything except for beer.
1: and we did uh fiery Cheetos last
0: year. Fiery Cheetos two That's year, a two really years good ago. One.
1: It was everyone actually loved it. It that had worked. A great texture, it worked.
0: So then we we do we did like popular vote. I and think then, it, you would you would get like a ticket, a carnival ticket, and then you would put put it in the cup, and then we'd count them. And
1: yeah, and, I I think I mean I haven't, I haven't talked to you yet, Casey, but I think we might get you guys to come in and judge. We actually had food judges from a <laughs> Twin Cities that paper. That got the a second little
0: year. that got a little hairy because that guy was a little intense.
1: Yeah, we need people who take it seriously, but aren't no no offense aren't if you happen holes, to be listening to this. But uh, we just need someone who's not that.
0: It was intense. Man. It was it was a bit. Much. I don't know how else yeah. to put it, but yeah. it was. Yeah. In any case, if you are a local restaurant, uh, we actually would like to hear from you and encourage you to join the Taco Throwdown this year. So that'll be back, like I said, in May. Yep. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that kind of does it for this time around. Uh, so I want to thank Brad for joining us. Hopefully you guys listened to the episode a couple weeks ago where we get more in depth with Brad and how a beer distributor works I want to thank Casey, I want to thank Justin Um, so thanks for tuning in this week if you have any questions, comments or what have you send us an email at info at hopandbarrelbrewing.com, you can find Hop and Barrel on Facebook at Hop and Barrel Brewing and follow us on Instagram at hopandbarrel, you can also send a message to feedback at blindninjastudios.com and find them on Facebook at facebook.com backslash blindninjastudios and follow Twitter on at blind underscore ninja we'll see you guys next time